Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, we're talking coffee. And I was thinking back over the 200 plus episodes. I don't think we've talked coffee yet. Jen, who is my guest, is going to be on today. An amazing um, background and story in the space. But Jen, we have not covered this category. And I'm so excited that you're here talking about not only this space, but also your new company in this space. So on the podcast, as I have mentioned, is Jen Stone. She is the founder of CL and also just like a licensed quality grader. In coffee. I had never heard of this before. I can't even wait to learn about this and what it takes to be this. So, Jen, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Thank you. It is great to be here. I appreciate that. Yeah, it is so great having you here. Um, as I mentioned, I, I, beverage space today, coffee and tea is such a, a huge part of the beverage industry. Um, and you're an expert in, in this coffee space. So, here's what I'd like to do first tell us your background and how you got into the world of coffee. Yes. Well, uh, anecdotally, I'll say that uh, I was studying Spanish in Mexico and Spain. Um, uh, and I was sitting in this little cafe and I just sort of like it, it had happened a few times and I just sort of connected the dots. Like I'm sitting here with coffee and there's people all around. I'm having this like lucid insightful moment with like my journal or talking with friends. I just got this cafe society sensation and at the time which was many years ago we didn't have that sort of experience in my community um maybe in like you know san francisco new york the whole cafe scene was happening but you know this whole european style um had not like occurred to me and, and at that moment i was like i have to open a cafe i have to recreate this for people um, and so that was sort of like the inception. And since that time, I got books on coffee because there was an internet yep. and read them. Uh, but really just started diving into how coffee tastes from different countries, how it rose, how to brew it. And with the, the objective, um, and that was, that was in college. And so about four or five years later, I opened my first cafe on a shoestring, literally, you know, coffee maker, espresso machine, and just the... I just wanted to make great coffee for people. I didn't know anything about like cost of goods or margins or balance sheets. I just went for it. I love that. That's so great. <laughs> yes. um, and that's so, that's what a common theme that we hear from a lot of the entrepreneurs that we have on the podcast is, you, you know, stop thinking about it and talking about it, but go and try it and do it. And so what was your experience like? Yeah, ready, fire, game. Uh, you know, the community was just so welcoming and it was clear people, you know, then and now still want to uh, commune and even celebrate or have that moment with a cup of coffee that just, you know, the caffeine, of course, kicks in. Um, but it just causes us usually to like stop somewhat, slow down and hopefully taste something amazing in that cup. And that that became my goal. It's like, let's get the fine coffees, the best coffees, roast them perfectly, brew them perfectly, and share them. 
Love that. So, um, so you, you dive into the, I'll call it the industry, right? The coffee space and, and have your own place and whatnot. Um, one of the things I saw in your background is that you're a licensed quality grader. Um, and you, you were licensed by the coffee quality Institute. So, oh my God, I didn't even, you know, I'm not an expert on coffee. Tell us what that means and, um, and how, what, how this has played out for you. Sure. So a licensed quality grader, we're called Q graders in the industry, is a um, it's a calibrated group of professionals and it's the equivalent of like a master sommelier in wine. So we take a barrage of tests and um, there's a little under 2000 around the world right now. And wow, we are- that's not very many. Yeah, yeah, it's not a, you know it's a not an easy test, and so after years of, of tasting coffee and studying coffee, um, and then really just diving in, I'll get back. We're we're a calibrated group of, of individuals who speak the same language on a quality level. So we, in essence, kind of give scores to coffee, similar to when you go to the wine store and see scores on the shelf in front of you. Um, we're scoring coffee, and this way we can um, talk to the farmers about quality, what might be going on with the coffee, and um, you know, how we can help them improve it is also one of our goals. That's very cool. Um, yeah. And so and I, I'd say I don't know that I've ever met anyone with that that certification. Is that what you would call it? Or like yep. licensing? Um, yeah. So where where is the industry today so taking a step back and again before we get to your back into your story you know yeah. where is coffee today is it trending is it uh-huh. status quo is it you know like you think about iced teas and, so, and anyway i don't i'm curious to know where the that beverage category is what's your observations yeah. there that's what i was gonna say it is in a cup with ice uh iced coffee could not i don't see how it can be much more popular but i do think it is going to be you know, in the next couple of years, really very prolific. Uh, I think you'll start seeing it you know, in restaurants and, uh, you know, I see convenience stores starting to serve nitro cold brew now. Uh, so when, when that happens, I think that it, you know, it's there. So iced coffee is a big thing. I think we, we see quality trending, um, especially right now with people being able to source coffee online and they're curious about um, learning about coffee, tasting coffee. And coffee is easy to level up. You know, a, a horrible cup of coffee can cost you, you know, like 10, 11, 15 cents if you're bringing it yourself. Sure. Uh, a great cup of coffee, like mind blowing cup of coffee, can cost like a dollar thirty, a dollar seventy. And when you put that in, in perspective of anything you might, I mean, any other beverage that you might put in your mouth, it's, it's right in line. Right. And, it's so easy to access something that's really high quality. So I see, I see quality trending, and I see you know iced or cold coffee trending. That's that's pretty. Yeah, I, I could see that, um, and super helpful. So, um, how did you decide to start your own company in this space, CL? And I I wrote it down here as Cafe Privé Select. Is that correct? Yes. Oh, I said yes, it right. All right. CL Cafe Privé Select. Awesome. So um, yep. tell us about this and how this fits into your, your thinking for yourself and in this category. Mm-hmm. What I recognized after 20 some odd years of you know, owning cafes and doing a ton of wholesale, working with other companies and sourcing coffees, 
uh, and actually, you know, traveling to these countries to judge the top coffees that I had access to some of the most amazing farms and coffees in the world. Sure. I'm <laughs> sure. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I just was like, wait, there's something here. I can get it. I can roast it. So I have a gift for sourcing. I have, uh, and roasting. And so I just felt like it's time to like push this together as a singular brand. We don't need different levels in the brand. We don't need our cheap coffee and our expensive coffee. A lot of brands kind of level up and down. Sure. Um, so I, I felt like CL was the place and CL means sky or heavens in French. It was a time in my life to like open a new chapter and, uh, the brand, is this iteration of of those amazing coffees from really artistic coffee farmers, producers Ooh. is what we call them. And Cafe Privé Select is a designation I created that takes what's called specialty quality coffee and elevates it. And my benchmark is called complexity of flavor. So Okay, any, you gotta unpack that for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, thank you. Any knucklehead on the street, <laughs> taste my coffees and go like I I'm tasting more than one or two flavor notes and then starting to think about the taste of coffee. Like you do wine or, um, you know, truffle mashed potatoes. You're getting <laughs> Yum. flavor. Yeah. Some sort of flavor note besides like coffee, like, okay, get some chocolate or I, I taste that. Or this reminds me of like a cigar I had in Miami, you know, <laughs> those things come forward. That's pretty awesome. So um, you decide you're going to start your own um, business in this space. What were the first steps to getting started? And uh, you obviously knew the market. You knew a lot of the growers, I'm guessing. You knew how to source. How did you decide Like, what would be step one, two, and three? Yeah. Uh, so this brand came together, Lickety Split. I, <laughs> I knew I wanted to like have a new e-commerce brand. I knew I knew how to find packaging. I knew where to get the coffees. I know how to roast all of that in less than six months. I had uh, a delivery of really amazing like bags of coffee on my on my doorstep, so to speak. What I did not know was how to open a virtual cafe right. on this new information highway. Totally. I'm on the world's busiest street. The lights are on inside. But like getting people to come in now is just a whole new fun challenge. That's, I think that's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, and thanks for sending me the bag of um, of coffee. That was pretty awesome. Um, one of my favorite parts about hosting the podcast is I get to try different products like yours. So um, it is awesome. Um, so got it. So you, you knew how to pull all of that together. And like you were just saying, it's it's one thing to have a product sitting at, you know, in boxes and or in, in your garage or in the basement, like ready to go or in a distribution center. But it's another to get access and, and to sell it. So has your, your approach has been primarily e-commerce or has it also been yeah. to think about retail stores? Yeah, it's an e-commerce driven brand, you know, especially right now, retail's kind of quiet. So I'm, I'm sure. not focused on that and that that could be something down the line um you know right now i'm just busy exposing the brand talking to people about it it's it's really exciting and a lot of people like to discover it um they don't recognize you know like you said like oh this this is attainable this is like available to me and it's right here a few clicks away totally uh, so yeah i just this um Online marketing 101, 201, <laughs> 501 <laughs> is, uh, is, I mean, like I said, it's fun. You know, I, I've 
but um you know it's uh it's a busy street and i was always so great behind the counter if you walked in my my store you knew i mean you know i knew that you would leave like happy with a great cup of coffee sure. and so uh so this is really interesting to to entice people in a new way I'm sure, no doubt. Um, so what have been the, the key steps you've been taking to build awareness, to get the brand out there, to drive traffic to your site, et cetera? Yeah. So I am a huge Seth Godin fan. Love Seth Godin. Yeah. Shout out to Seth. Um, <laughs> he is, uh, so I was, by happenstance, I listened to his podcast, the Akimbo podcast. Sure. And then um, three months later, I was walking down the street in New York, visiting some customers. And I looked to my left and there's a man sitting on like a, a wooden chair on the sidewalk in front of a bodega. And I was just like, death. And it was him sitting there. Uh, and I was <laughs> no like, hey, way. I'm Jennifer Stone. I love your podcast. You know, I just sort of gushed for a minute. That's but we, you know, we became like, kind of online, you know, friends, acquaintances. I know he has millions of them, but, um, but anyway, I sort of really started following him. This was in 2018, I guess. Um, and sort of, sort of started following his path, took his podcast class because, uh, one of my goals was to create a coffee explorer podcast. And, um, so anyway, Seth is all about just, just do the thing over and over. If you make a mistake, fine, just do it consistently his new book the practice actually just speaks to do it do it do it and so i have you know a consistent little schedule with social media and blogging and podcasting and emails we all know emails is evidently the holy grail totally. of online marketing um so yeah that that's sort of my recipe and you know I've, I've got a little runway set for myself i know know my metrics and where i want to be when and you know to pivot if i'm not hitting some marks um so yeah, that's just my my steady eddy approach. It's not sexy, but it, like I said, it's kind of fun. Maybe it shouldn't be, but I'm enjoying it. There's nothing like bringing your own brand to life. I mean, you know, it's, it's one thing to have an idea; it's another to act on it. It's another to when you have a product idea to get it, it you know, to, to begin framing it up, to to figure out the flavors, to figure out the product, then get good packaging, and then I mean, when people buy it, it's like the ultimate. Like this is cool. People actually like, yeah. you know my product um, validation sure what would you share with our audience uh as like two or three of the biggest lessons learned i know you mentioned you know the i think one is go go after it you know if you if you have something you're passionate about and we're an, really an expert on go get into it and, and give it a shot what would be some other advice you'd share with entrepreneurs that are listening yeah yeah when i look back in the retrospectoscope i I realized there were certain eras of, of my business career that I, I really just didn't have a goal. It was like to sell more coffee to whoever I can find and the next person that walks in. And, and it was, uh, you know, I, I wish looking back, especially in the early days, I'd had more of a focused directive. Um, I didn't grow up, you know, I didn't go to business school. I didn't have you know, business mentors at the time. And so, um, a lack of focus, I think, maybe kept me pinging around, um, which can become a habit if you're not careful. And is that is that because of your creative interests or because you're constantly restless? You know, like I, I meet a lot of um, individuals on, on this podcast, especially that are like, you know, I'm always kind of restless. I'm ready for the next thing. Like, what what do you think drove that for you? Starting things is fun. And that, you know, that 
again, that's where my talent lies and like networking and making those new connections. And so it was constantly maybe you know, adding too much to my plate because I was always wanting to go do that next new thing. And so that discipline of no is something I'm always working on. Uh, I can always overestimate the amount I can do in a given period. Sure. No, I get that. Um, that's great. In the book uh, that Jen was referencing, The Practice from um, is an amazing book. And you guys can check that out. I just actually found it on um, iBooks and just an awesome read. I can't wait to dive into that one. Um, Jen, share with our audience where they can connect with your brand, where they can try out your product, et cetera. Uh, Available online at cl.world. So that's C-I-E-L dot world. Not dot com. (laughs) CL dot world. (laughs) Guy world. World and uh, you can email me anytime, Jen, J E N at CL.world. Uh, you could also check out uh, the Coffee Explorer podcast uh, on really any um, platform that you listen to podcasts on. And you know, we have a Facebook group and we're doing some fun online things, farm tours, and, and just you know, the peek behind the curtain in the coffee world, uh, tasting coffee. And um, so that that's kind of where to find these resources, these amazing coffees uh, online. I love it. Well, Jen Stone, it has been great meeting you. And thanks so much for coming on our show. Can't wait to have you back on as you're growing this brand. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.